Hey everyone, this is Jamie Bateman. Real quickly, I wanted to share with you something uh, that's been pivotal in the growth and success of my businesses, and that is my partnership with Haven Financial Services. Um, I've been working with Haven for over a year now. Christine Valdez was on episode 70 of this podcast. So go check that out if you want to hear her story. It was a fantastic personal story for sure. But Haven has been awesome. They provide me with monthly reports that are super clear and discernible. And it, that provides me with clarity and focus so that I can do what I do best, which is running my businesses, not preparing financial reports. Um, again, if you're in the market for a top-notch financial service company, uh, or if you just want to check one out, go to www.jamiebateman slash Haven and check out Haven Financial Services. Again, that's jamiebateman slash Haven. I uh, can't recommend them enough. Christine and her team have been fantastic. So I definitely recommend you check out Haven Financial Services at www.jamiebateman forward slash Haven. Let's get back to the show. On this episode of the From Adversity to Abundance podcast, I got the opportunity to sit down with Dr. Terrence Johnson of iProgress. He and his business partner run that company. Um, we actually met through Facebook and um, was able to. I was able to get him on the show, and it's really a really an interesting podcast. It's a little bit different than uh, the previous episodes we've done. It's not as much focused on business and investing and finance. Um, or real estate. It's more, uh, he does run his own business. Uh, but we talk more about his, um, some adversity he's been through, such as the passing of his father, uh, after Terrence had been the caretaker of his father for many years and kind of, a um, you know, we touch on the, some relationship struggles that he had with his dad prior to all of that. And some of his career uh, focused adversity. Um, this is a guy who has set out from the beginning, it sounds like, to help people. And that's his primary focus is trying to help others. And so his um, you know, main area of focus has been clinical slash therapy slash mental health. And, you know, it's really, really nice to see the progress progression that he's gone through. Uh, on a personal and professional level, um, we touch on kind of how he, uh, Terrence drove himself into the ground in a way where he was really overworking himself and uh, not healthy. And I think now he's on a much healthier track. And um, yeah, it's really, really interesting. Uh, he moved to a new city during the pandemic. He completed his doctorate while working full time adjunct teaching and serving as a youth leader at church, which are all great things to do. But I think um, it speaks to the point that even serving others, you can take too far. And if you end up hurting yourself, you know, you got to figure out where that line is. But uh, we do get into some abundance mindset pieces and, uh, and uh, some really good takeaways. I think this one's really practical for a lot of people. And again, it's more on the mental health side of things versus business. And I hope you enjoy it. Inspiring stories of real people overcoming incredible odds to live life to the fullest. We are all guaranteed to face hardships. How will we handle the adversity? Join us to be moved by everyday people who have turned poverty into prosperity and weakness into wealth. Be inspired as these relatable heroes get vulnerable. And former counterintelligence investigator Jamie Bateman puts his interviewing skills to the test. Restore your faith in humanity as you experience true Cinderella stories of average people turning surreal struggle and deep despair into booming businesses and financial fortune. Take ownership of the life you are destined to live and turn your adversity into abundance. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of From Adversity to Abundance podcast. I am your host, Jamie Bateman. I'm really excited today. We've got a special guest with us today, Dr. Terrence Johnson of iProgress. Um, Terrence, how are you doing today? Good, Jamie. How are you doing? Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. 
I'm, uh, I'm happy to have you. Um, yeah, I'm doing well. Um, now, now where are you located? So I'm located in Gallatin, Tennessee. So I'm okay. about 30 miles from Nashville. So, but nice. I'm originally from Jackson, Mississippi. So that's where our business is located, but I'm in Gallatin right now. Okay. Now how far apart are those two, two towns? Uh, where like Jackson? Yeah. Where you Jackson. are now and where your business is. So Jackson is about seven hours from here. I want to gotcha. say. That's, yeah. Give or take. Yeah. That's pretty far. <laughs> I've got, uh, I've got one note in Jackson, Mississippi, that's actually supposed to be paid off today. So, um, there are some, some investors out, real estate investors out there who really like Jackson, Mississippi. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. You familiar with, uh, with the Fondren area in Jackson? Um, no. Where is that? Fondren is kind of, uh, kind of up north, like North Jackson, but it's okay. kind of where a lot of people came in and rehabbed a lot of houses and sure. development. So it's kind of like a up and coming kind of neighborhood. So that's Got where it. a lot of people, so that's, that's where I used yeah. to live. In Got <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. So for uh, now you and I connected, I think in a, in a Facebook group, um, yep. So truth be told, we don't know each other that well. <laughs> but the first time we've been on, I had a conversation. So. Exactly. We traded a few messages and a couple of emails or something, but I checked yeah. out your website beforehand and, and we yeah. talked about your story a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it fits perfectly for, for this show. And right. like I said, you know, this show is, is essentially brand new. I don't have a huge following yet, but I'm hopeful that this episode and, and your story can help kind of yeah. build the build on the momentum we've created and also add a lot of value for our listeners and then also add, add some value as well for you. Um, yeah. So for those listeners who are not familiar with you, why don't you let us know who you are and what you're up to today? Okay. So uh, like I said, like James said, I'm Dr. Terrence Johnson. Um, my background, I guess I started um, wanting to be a helper. So that's kind of where it started from for me. I didn't know what form that would look like when I was younger. I just know people just always like to talk to me. People just come up to me when I was little and just come talk to me. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, this, this is something. I don't, I don't know what Good this listener, is. I guess, huh? Yeah. So that was part of it. But um, I didn't know what I wanted to do going into college. Because at first I thought it was like physical therapy or stuff like that. I took yep. an art class and then I thought it was architecture. So that's actually what my major was. Okay. Architecture. Uh-huh. And so I was an architecture major for like a year or so at a Mississippi State. So that's my okay. that's where I'm from. There you so, go. Uh, and I, you know, I was doing models, I was doing all that kind of stuff. But I feel like I really want to make more of an impact with people. Mm-hmm. And so I changed my major to psychology. And mm-hmm. So started to kind of come about, but even with that, I still was doing some other stuff um, on campus. Like I wrote for the school newspaper for a year. Um, I was a peer counselor for a year. I was a tutor for uh, student support services for like disabled students. So I just, okay. it was just I got different shades of kind of helping different types of people. Sure. And, um, I I graduated. I was f- trying to figure out what I want to do for grad school. I actually thought about going to film school uh, okay. <laughs> and then I ended up getting in council education and uh, and that's my master's in. And so it's kind of like student affairs and community counseling. Yeah. So well, my first real job was working with uh, adolescent offenders. So kids that had been in youth court, kids in alternative school, the kids nobody else wanted. Those were my kids. That's what mm-hmm. I worked with. That's what I started with. So I, I went I went into the house. I did home visits. I talked to the moms and the aunts and grandmothers and went to the schools and whatever. And so I've seen people go through a lot of different adversity. Mm-hmm. Right. My work. <laughs> sure. So, so, so just um, what's the a kind of a high level snapshot of your uh, business today or your 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 profession and your role right now. Yeah. So for me now, I'm more of I won't say not necessarily behind the scenes, but I'm more of the 
innovation piece. So that's my role in the business is chief innovation officer. Okay. So I'm always looking at trying to find ways to integrate technology into the helping space hmm. to do it better. So whether that's uh, online workshops, um, online courses that people can get into or using technology in a, in a way that helps us rather than hurts us because, you know, with social media, mm-hmm. the consumption we have on our phones and yeah. our tablets and TV, we're yeah. always getting so many messages from so many different places that we can't sure. really tune into ourselves and yeah, know no. what that sounds like. <laughs> right. And so a, a lot of issues are because we can't hear ourselves. People tell us what we should know, what we should be, how mm-hmm. we should dress, what we should, you know, live, what we should yeah. drive. We got all these different messages. But like, but is that what I really want? Mm-hmm. No, that's really good. Um, and I, um, I think of technology kind of like I think of money or um, a lot of other things where, you know, not to get too philosophical, but that they're not, technology is not evil or good. It's not, you know, money is not evil or good. This is just my, my opinion. <laughs> no. They're very powerful right? Extremely powerful and can be used for good and can be used for bad. And so it sounds like you're doing your part to try to kind of be a positive role model and influence people in a positive way um, in in the technology space. So so how long has your business been around for? So um, 2019 is when we both officially went full-time, but we've had the business since around, I think, 2016. But we were both, my business partner and I, we were both working full-time. So before I transitioned full-time into the business, I was a professor. So I was a full-time college professor for, I I was faculty for four years, and I was adjunct for like three before that. So I I taught for a total number like seven years. Okay. So, um, so some of the things that I do now is taking elements of the teaching part, counseling Mm -hmm. part, all these different things, Mm -hmm. bring them together. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Our, uh, our listener base, you know, uh, we do appeal to investors and small business owners and a lot of our, our audience, you know, has that mindset of, Hey, I want to leave my full-time job at, you know, some point. And that's a whole different discussion. It's a very personal thing. I just recent, I was, I've been part-time at my quote unquote real job since, uh, for about the last seven, eight years, but I actually just, just resigned myself to finally fully go into to business full-time. And I know that's kind of like the, the dream. So we can touch on that later. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. but, um, what I'd like to do is, is kind of go through one or two examples i hate to be too you know quick about it because no, you know and you being a counselor you could probably tell me how i should be doing this right but um <laughs> as far as you know on this show we do want to drill down into some adversity and some difficulties that people have been through on a personal level um certainly there we never you know go we don't go too far into that i mean cuz for one thing we don't have unlimited time here but right. So I'd like to hit on one or two things that kind of stand out in your own personal background as far as challenges yeah. that you've faced. And then maybe maybe we can, um, we'll see where it goes. Uh, we can maybe touch on um, some of the adversity you've dealt with, um, you know, as a counselor or yeah. a professor or in your current, yeah. Yeah. current role. So, yeah. um, you know, you can kind of go back and, and walk us through your your background if you want to approach it that way, or if you want to jump right to something that was a really challenging time for you. Um, Whichever way you want to go with it works. Yeah. Well, I I think while I'll go to a recent one and then I'll probably go back. Okay. Perfect. The quickest way. So one, one thing, and like I said, I like the name of the podcast because I think there's so many different ways, so many different takes you can take on it. Mm -hmm. But um, like November last year, I lost my dad. And, um, and so that was something that as part of my story, it wasn't that I was like not anticipating it happening. I just wasn't anticipating it happening right then. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that made that not as 
a, a bad of a situation mm-hmm. because we had time to like mend our relationship. Mm-hmm. So we had a chance to talk about a lot of stuff that we didn't talk about, you know, when I was younger, that mm-hmm. might have various to stuff. And I mm-hmm. think that's the lesson to certain something with adversity. Sometimes adversity forces you to do things that you probably wouldn't do if the best case scenario was going on. Mm-hmm. Right. Because things are happening like I need to do this or I need to say this or I need to make sure that I'm telling people around me how I feel. Mm-hmm. So if that day or when that day comes and you don't mm-hmm. have a person around, you don't have that regret. And mm-hmm. so for me, that was one of the things, because that's one thing that people ask me after my dad passed, like, how do you feel? Like I'm at peace because he's at peace. I didn't have anything left to say to him. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. You know? <laughs> yeah. So speak to your relationship with your father, if you would. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, as far as you, you said, you, you know, got to say some things you hadn't said before or yeah. were there, you know, no relationship is perfect, but right. were there, right. were there issues or were it, was it more just like things you are glad you got to say or um, what, you know, how was your relationship uh, before, you know, before yeah. he passed? So before he passed, it was great. Like the last probably 10 years, like my dad was my best friend. Okay. That wasn't the case. <laughs> like when I was young. It wasn't the case before. <laughs> it Got wasn't it. the case before. But just with anything, uh, it's learning to actually communicate how you really feel about things, mm-hmm. even if it might be difficult for people to accept. Accept that, sure. Yeah. But not coming from a malicious place of like, oh, you bad. Or like, I'm just telling you how I felt about certain things. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it was a part where my dad was a part of my life. You know, when I was younger, we did a lot of stuff together and then mm-hmm. he wasn't around. And it was like mm-hmm. this thing that was going on. It's a lot of dynamics changing our family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was still holding on to that when I went into college. So that was so that's a lot of my like going and determination and achievement was like I got to prove a point. Mm-hmm. And as I got older, I realized I didn't have to prove anything Mm -hmm. to like him or me. (laughs) And and it made it like, I'm I'm not chasing things now. It's like, I do it because I feel like I'm led a call to do it versus I need to do it. So people can see it. People can validate me for Mm -hmm. doing it. Yeah. It's a different perspective and a different mindset. Yeah. It's a different. Um, Okay. So then, but things progressed, and over the last ten years, you, you guys were much closer. Um, yeah, 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 and we were yeah. much closer because I, I was, I did a lot of caretaking for my dad. Okay. So he so was he was he was me. sick, right? Yeah, he was sick. I like he had an aneurysm about ten years ago. He had like a stroke. He had like so the whole time I was doing that, like in school and all that kind of stuff. I was mm. taking care of him too. That's, that's a lot. My, uh, <laughs> my, my wife's uh, mother was sick for, you know, several years and, and uh, she did a lot of, she and her sisters both did a lot of the caretaking and, yeah. you know, it, it wears on everybody, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. including the rest of the family. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's a whole family. It's a whole it's not, family. Yeah. Experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big, it, it's easy to cross right over that. Oh, I took care of my dad for, you know, it's like, oh, you know, it's, it's a lot. So that's kudos to you for, for doing that. Um, so then um, is there anything else you wanted to touch on, on that, that topic? No, I, I think one thing that, um, that I appreciated, well, it, it taught me, how to give sometimes in in ways that you don't necessarily receive back like how you're saying with the caregiving type mm-hmm. thing some yeah. of the stuff you give you might not be able to get back because of the condition of the person you take care of sure and so you invest a lot of time and energy into getting them back up mm-hmm. and going it's like how'd I get back? <laughs> you know what what's, what's in this for me? <laughs> yeah. And it's not, it's not like, Oh, no. you, like you owe me, but it's, right. it's this a time and energy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I think just appreciating that I was 
at a point where I could do that. Like I had the space to do that mm-hmm. and, and because I wanted to do it, even if right. it was challenging at times. But um and, and like it comes back around. So it's like I think anything you do for people, even if that person is not able to reciprocate in the same way, it's gonna come back around to you. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah. No, that's great. I mean it's just a I mean it's just a servant, you know, mindset and and yeah. uh attitude and we could certainly use a little more of that in our culture today, I think. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> looking out yeah. for each other and our loved ones. Um, yeah. And so, okay. So that's a recent example. You mentioned maybe some adversity that was uh, took place earlier on in your, in your upbringing. Yeah. Or? I, I, I think one of the main adversities for me has been uh, like narrowing down what I want to do because mm-hmm. I can do so many different things. It's mm-hmm. like, how do I, like choose one (laughs) yeah and and, and for me i believe so just like with my dad that's that then opens up a different story that connects to somebody um but i've also been to the place where i burned out like i had to have a uh emergency appendectomy oh wow like that happened while i was at work i was work at work i think i was just finishing up like a workshop on campus because i worked in uh counseling center before I started full-time teaching mm-hmm. um, I just wasn't good at taking care of myself and like I literally went went in went to my doctor he referred me for MRI they get the results and they like hey we gotta pay you for surgery I was like when they're like now <laughs> like I, can, I got wow. I got wheeled across wow <laughs> the crosswalk and prep for surgery like wow. that day. and I was and I was gonna go to work that day actually. <laughs> but I went on and got checked out. And if I went to work, it probably would have ruptured. But they called it before it ruptured. And so <laughs> like I, I've had that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just different things. Sure. And it's it's your body's way of like, hey, look, I know you're trying to do this. I know you're trying to right. do a lot, but hey, you need to sit down for me. <laughs> Now, is that you say you weren't taking good care of yourself? Just briefly, is that like just working too much or not eating the right foods or not exercising or what? Like all, all, all of, of the it. above. All, all <laughs> of it. Because it's like either I can, either I'm balanced to where I'm eating healthy, I'm exercising, doing that, or I'm not. And then I'm not sleeping like I need to. I'm eating mm. a lot of fried foods, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And so it's kind of maintaining that balance of knowing mm. what works best for my body. Sure. So after that, I made a point. Uh, and at that time, I was still, you know, dad was still in the hospital back and forth. So I was still doing a lot of the other stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just work, right? Yeah, it was like yeah. a lot of different stuff. And so, uh, but then self-care became more of a focus for me. Mm-hmm. So I became more holistic. So I got into more vitamins mm-hmm. and natural stuff. and. Mm-hmm doing nature walks and all that kind of stuff. I eventually got into rooking, which I, I enjoyed it. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it just, certain things had to happen. Yeah. Then you can take a, a evaluation or assessment of yourself. Well, I mean, it's like, it, to me, that um, just kind of reminds me that, you know, even if your profession is maybe a noble one or, you right. know, you're, or maybe you're, you know, Sir, you're um, serving at your church or you're volunteering. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I know people who've gotten sucked into doing that way too much. And um, yeah. I don't think I'm on the verge of that at this point, but <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, it, and it, it, anything to an extreme can be bad, I guess is really what, yeah. what I'm getting to is. So yeah. even though you had set out to be a, you know, to serve other people, help other people, you know, you were running yourself into the ground. And that, mm-hmm. that doesn't do anyone any good in the long term, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> including yourself. So, <laughs> well, um, yeah. okay, well, so why don't we transition, um, you know, to maybe one or two uh, kind of examples of adversity that you've dealt with from a professional standpoint. Um, yeah. You know, obviously we're not going to get into 
who we're talking about or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll probably yeah, yeah. leave out some of the details, but, but um, yeah, speak to one or two examples you've seen of, uh, cause you, you do have a unique, you know, perspective. I mean, you're, you're not, I haven't had anyone on the show yet. That's, that's got your, your background or your yeah. position. So this, this ought to be interesting. Yeah. Um, for me to like, I, I, the most recent one was one last year. So I applied for a fellowship. And um, I spent probably about a month before it opened up for the window to submit before, you know, I was already getting stuff together. I was writing stuff up, researching stuff. So I spent Just a month. For the, for the listener out there, what, what does that mean exactly? Okay. So, what, is a fellow, what is a fellowship? Okay. So a fellowship basically is like um, the one that I was applying for was for like social social entrepreneurship. So people okay. in the reason that want to do like greater good things to like impact the community. Mm-hmm. So um basically it's like funding for you to continue to work on what you're working on. Okay. That's cool. And and so I was like, okay, this is the one, this is it. Yeah. You know, this is the way to connect to other people and move around. And they have like a mentorship component to it where you can kind of connect to other people. Mm-hmm. So you had to do pretty much just like you would do a business pitch, but you had to do a like a proposal thing. Okay. Got it. So that's what I did the month of prep for and doing all that kind of stuff. I had to do like a quick video explaining mm-hmm. what I wanted to do and all that. Then I actually had to submit it. I had two weeks to submit it. And it's probably like a year. Okay, it was like April of last year. Took all that time. I'm literally like yeah, all day, every day working on this. Mm-hmm. Submitted the day of, so like a two week window. I think it was that Sunday. Mm-hmm. Submitted. I'm like, okay, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Okay, they said it's supposed to be, you know, coming. So like, right, right. Okay, wait, and then I get the email. Hey, you know. Uh, we thank you for submitting, but we, unfortunately, you know, we're not moving forward. You, well, you're not moving forward to the next round and da, 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 da. And I'm like, devastated. So I'm like, okay, like, well, I'm supposed to do with this. But what I did is I kind of took a couple hours for me to go ahead and fill it. And I was like, yeah, hey. yes. Yeah, <laughs> right. So now I yeah, and then, a, yeah, you, you got to wallow a little bit and feel that. Yeah, you know, yeah I, had to feel, I had to feel it. Mm-hmm. And then afterward, I shifted into, okay, what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. So actually, I took that energy and took some of the stuff that I wrote up for that and then used that for the foundation for the online course I built. Okay. Gotcha. So I didn't just throw it away. Yeah. I just repackaged it. And right. use it in a way. And so now people are starting to get into the course and it's been benefiting people. Right. Uh it might have might not be at the level and the pace that I wanted. Yeah. But I didn't have to waste it. So that rejection wouldn't right. necessarily rejection, it just wasn't the format for yeah. that particular thing. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, one of the guests we've had on is uh Fuquan Bilal. He does he's a real estate investor, but he um was talking about when, you know, and again, it takes time to, for this to happen. It's not a, oh, something bad happened. I'll see this as an opportunity immediately. It's, you know, no, no. one, you got to <laughs> feel it like you said, but, but you eventually you can come around to see that adversity as another door opening or it's a, a new path that's created for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it may not have gone the way you thought it would, but there's still good that can come out of it. Um, and so, no, that's really good. Um, so you use that energy to kind of read, you redirected that energy and that some of that content maybe, or, or, Mm -hmm. um, uh, toward your, your online courses and your, your current business model, Mm -hmm. it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Um, so how about any examples of, of, uh, tough situations you've dealt with, um, from a counseling standpoint or, you know, that other people have been through? Uh, that you've worked, yeah. helped them work through? So, um, because I'm I'm not necessarily in the clinical piece now. Sure, right. In, but when I was doing heavy clinical work, some of the most difficult things that I had to deal with, I dealt with clients that had a lot of grief and loss. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and had not it wasn't necessarily like a lot to move them from grieving to like accepting that. But for me, I'm a I'm an all in person. And so mm-hmm. I don't know how to like halfway do something. <laughs> so yeah. for me, when I'm when I'm counting somebody, even when I was teaching or whatever, like every role I'm in, I'm stepping into the world of the people that I'm helping. Mm-hmm. And in order right. to do that, it's a lot of energy because yeah. as a therapist, I'm not I'm not counseling you trying to tell you what to do. Right. From what you're telling me, I'm trying to step into your world and then show you your world back to you. Mm, yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot on you. I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, no, I joke that, you know, that I know my wife, you know, tells me about empathy and I've, you know, I, I know how to spell empathy at yeah. least, but no, I mean, it is, it's, I think part of the reason we create this kind of arm's length distance is because we know it's going to be challenging on ourselves emotionally and taxing from an energy standpoint, like you said. And, um, so I guess looking back at your, in your, uh, clinical time, Mm -hmm. what lessons would you say that our audience could use to, to, you know, to apply, uh, just generally speaking to help people get through adversity and get to more of an abundance mindset? Well, people, people are amazing. Like, and so the the one thing that I would say that's unique about being in the mental health um, field mm-hmm. is you hear stories or you hear versions of the world that everyday people don't get to hear. Mm-hmm. So yeah. whatever you think the world is or what you hear on TV or whatever, right. that's not the real world. It's almost <laughs> kind of like the matrix. It's like. Yeah. When you still when people come into the room and talk about their real life, what you hear people complain about or like, you know, go back and forth and be on Twitter or social media is like, right. <laughs> you don't know real life. Like, you don't know yeah. real life. These people are really living real life and yeah. really still moving forward with all the challenges and all the things. So it's like one is that where it's like people way more resilient then they get themselves credit for. But two, it helps me as a person not to think that my situation is so bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's really good. I like both, both of those things that are related to each other, but I was actually listening to a podcast yesterday, um, trying to get this guy on our show too, but his name's AJ Osborne, but he, I didn't realize how much, you know, he's been through all kinds of just major, major health issues and mm-hmm. um, was paralyzed for a long time and really, really challenging circumstances. But he was saying the same thing is, is that people don't understand how much they can go through. Like we yeah. underestimate our, ourselves as far as what we're able to, to handle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like you said, and just having that perspective of, okay, maybe, maybe if my, uh, you know, takeout order got messed up today. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not the end of the world. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, cause this yeah. person over here is dealing with something serious. So, and that's yeah. something that's helped me just this show has helped me already, you know, just, um, having some perspective and, yeah. you know, I've had my share of adversity, but it's, you know, and, and, and I try not to get into comparing too much, but it is good. Right. It is healthy. I think to see somebody else's struggles and and just to say you know what i've, I've got it pretty good um, yeah yeah i mean at the end of the day we're all human and that's yeah. what we miss and that's one thing as far as mental health people always feel mental health is for people that are mentally ill or mm-hmm. they're depressed or they're sad but really each one of us has a journey that we're on mm-hmm. and we're all just trying to figure it out and yeah. so, and that's why I don't, I don't really like to be set apart from people. Like even with, you know, people know my background or my degree, whatever, right. but at the end of the day, I'm still a person just like you are. And I sure. still have, if I had to deal with and go through yeah. and make myself better as well. So it's, it's like, I think sometimes that's what makes people feel like, oh, 
it's not for me to get better or do life I want. I can't achieve that because look at this person, look what they're doing and look how they did. It's like, no, like if you, mm-hmm. like I, I tell people tell me, they're like, oh, I want to be like you. I said, no, be like yourself. You don't want to <laughs> <laughs> you know, you do the experience I had to go through uh, to get to where I had to get to. Not that mm-hmm. I complain about it, but it right. was adversity. And, and that's what it made me think about. I don't know if you uh, watched, uh, I think it was a, a interview, you know, John Petit, uh, John Batiste, the one that's on mm-hmm. uh, Colbert, Colbert uh, yeah, show. Yeah, I know here. Yeah. yeah. So he won the Grammy and stuff that, yeah. like a month or so ago. So, and so this is like the best time in his life. But at the same time, his wife is going through cancer and like mm-hmm. chemo treatments and like her cancer came back. She was in remission for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. And so the time he was making the album, his wife was in the hospital the whole time. Mm. Like he had this great thing happening to him. And at the same time, he still got his wife that got stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it can be the best and the worst of time at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And it's usually how, you know, the abundance is, it doesn't feel as abundant because it right. always has an undercurrent of like something else you're going through. Sure. Yeah. No. And, and, and again, with our show, it's, you know, we talked before we hit record that adversity can take on many forms and abundance can take on many forms. And I never want to present it like, oh, somebody went through 20 years of adversity and now they're going through 20 years of abundance or something like that. It's not like that, but but there are definitely lessons we can learn from adversity and, um, and our mindset is critical. And obviously you, you know, that better, better than I do. Um, but, uh, so, as we start to move toward the end of the show here, I'm going to fire off some, some rapid fire questions for you. And then, um, and then we can talk a little bit uh, at the very end about your, your business and uh, wrap it up. Um, All right. And fire these off quickly. All right. What do people misunderstand about you? And I'm a fun person. I like to laugh. I like okay. music. Uh, and I'm a nature person. So I, you put me outside by water. I'm good. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Um, what was one of your biggest failures and what did you learn from that experience? Mm, one of my biggest failures was, huh. I think the first one I really felt that was a failure, but it really wasn't me changing my major i thought that was like the end of the world at that point because mm-hmm. i like people had invested money and stuff into yeah. me and that's like a whole big thing mm-hmm. uh, but it really wasn't yeah once I changed it, people were like okay cool that's what you want to do so no i can uh, i can relate to that and you you mentioned not knowing what you want to do and yeah i honestly i bounced around a little bit after college and i transferred colleges and mm-hmm. and i did probably carry a little bit of guilt with that because of the investment that had been made in the original situation. And, you know, I switched majors and, um, that's, yeah, that's, it's, that's an interesting one, but, but, you know, looking back at, um, you're only working with the information you have at the time and, you know, what else can you do? But, um, if you had to, speaking of that, if you had to go back and give your 18 year old self some advice, what would it be? What I would give my 18-year-old self, I, uh, I think I was a sophomore then. I would tell him that you got a journey ahead, but you'll be better because of it. There you go. I like it. Yeah. All right. If you could have coffee with any historical figure, who would you choose? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't prep him for any of these questions. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Because I'm a big like, oh man, just one. Uh, it doesn't have to be your favorite. You can pick one of you know ten I mean, that you would. Okay, do they have to be living or can they be deceased? They can be deceased. <sighs> Bruce Lee. Okay, why? Uh, so that's another fun fact. So. Uh, I got a black belt in karate. Oh, so, nice. Cool. Uh, so yeah, Bruce Lee, I would been nice. I, I would like people that innovate. And yeah. Yeah. He was definitely an innovator. Yeah. 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 I just, uh, I just dragged my kids Saturday to watch my, uh, 
brother-in-law and, and my niece get uh tests for their taekwondo black belts and uh, mm-hmm. i don't i don't know if we've gotten word yet but uh uh, you know, that was, that was pretty fun. They had a lot to go through. I, I did that years ago as well. Um, but yeah, martial arts, I always say there's not one best martial art. Um, you know, they all have things you can learn from them Mm -hmm. and apply. Um, but yeah, Bruce Lee, that's, that's a good one. All right. Um, let's see here. We're almost done. (laughs) (laughs) What is a book or two you'd recommend for our audience? Okay. So I'm a book person too. Uh, nice. So one would be Claim Your Power by Mastin Kip. Okay. I don't know that one. It's like a 40, 40 day like journaling type book. Uh-huh. That was a book that I read when I was starting kind of like this shift into taking better care of myself and figuring out what I want to do in my life. So that's yeah. one. Okay. The other one would be I would say still like an artist by Austin Cleon. Okay. So basically, and it and it's cool because it's like a little, little book, little coffee book, and you use the illustration to kind of do it. So it's a real quick read, mm-hmm. but it's it's about ideas and about how you get ideas from anywhere and everywhere. It's not okay. trying to emulate it, but you steal it and then you build off of it, like your take on it. But okay. that's basically what it is. Everything we want to do or uh, create mm-hmm. is not necessarily our creation. It's like mm-hmm. somebody else's. And then we kind of take our spin on it. Well, I mean, it gets back to the innovation piece you were talking about. It, yeah. You don't have to maybe recreate the wheel, but you might be able to improve it. Or yeah. um, That's that's pretty cool. I'll have, to, I'll have to. I haven't heard of either one of those, so I'll have to check those out. Yeah. Um, What's one question you wish I'd asked you that I haven't asked? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, because I'm a big, I'm a big music fan okay. and movie fan. So either like, what's my favorite movie, or like, what's a a song that I I'm listening to right now? Well, you know, I have to ask those now. <laughs> 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 All right, what's what's one of your favorite movies? My favorite. One of my favorite movies is Karate Kid. I love Karate Kid. Nice. The original one. The original, not- yeah. We yeah, we just watched, yeah, the the second one with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. But, that uh, one. And uh yeah, I love the Karate Kid. That's that's yeah. what we wanna take nice. karate. Yeah. What what kind of music do you like? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I I like jazz too. I get that from my dad. So okay. my dad Cool. and he used to play uh in a band in college so okay what did he play i think it, i would get it confused i don't know if it's the trombone or the uh trumpet there's one gotcha. of them yeah it's one of the, so got so, it yeah, yeah okay well yeah i appreciate you uh humoring me with those rapid fire questions they're not always the easiest make you yeah make you think on your toes i guess but um so why don't you talk a little about your business and uh you know how our listeners can can reach out to you yeah so um our progress has a dual meaning so okay. it's it's little i and then progress like uh the p is capitalized because you know i think about like iphone ipad yeah. so i'm referring the technology piece to it yeah but also our progress is like little I and then capital P because it's, most people think that, you know, advancing themselves or making themselves better is for them, but really you make yourself better. So everything else around you can improve. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's put like, like I'm getting better because then that will help my family or like my community or right. whatever I'm part of. And so that's kind of, I take, so I'm more of the uh, life purpose part of our progress my business okay. partner is healthy relationships so okay. he does a lot of work with couples he still does a lot of therapy so um and he has a relationship journal on amazon that people can get and so that's kind of like the balance mm-hmm. of the whole person if you Got connect to what you're supposed to do and you have healthy relationship with yourself and other people then that makes you a whole person sure 
can you talk to my son for me? <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. But so, okay. So within those, what do you, what kind of just briefly, what are the main products you mentioned the journal, but uh, yeah. how so, does it, how does it actually manifest itself? What are, what are people paying for? All right. So for me, uh, both of us just got back started doing virtual workshops. So I'm doing one right now. So I'm doing dream killers. And that's something that I worked on for a while. And okay. so killers is four personas. You have people pleaser, overthinker, daydreamer, and doubter. So mm-hmm. all of these personas we have inside of us. I would tell you I'm a recovering people pleaser. That's helpless. So I would have to balance that out. And yeah. it, it makes sense because it might be talking about mental health topics or subject, but in a way that's relatable. Because as soon as I said all four of them, you're like, okay, I'm this one, I'm that one. <laughs> oh, I get it. So it's that right. connection. Um, and so that's, that. I just finished that. That's going to be an online course as well. So each, nice. we have modules that go through each one with short video clips. The other one is Path to Purpose. And that's really the journey of starting out at the crossroads. You get a crossroads of life, like I don't know which road to take. Mm-hmm. And figuring out, well, what do I really want to do in my life? And it's that journey of, you know, what do I need to be? Who do I need to connect with? All that. And, and mm-hmm. so it's in module form, like online course. Uh, so that's path to purpose. So those are the two main things for me for this year. And so there'll be in workshop form, online form, as well as I'm trying to do them live and really get back in front of people. I mm-hmm. miss in front of people. Yeah. So I'm yeah. trying to do that. Uh, and so those are my two. My business partner has convos with couples that he does. So it's you know, basically what it is, conversation with couples online mm-hmm. about yep. different stuff through the journey he has, uh, journey through healthy relationships. And he does another one called uh, No Junk Food Conversation. And that's for like hmm. single people to kind of okay. like figure out, you know, getting them on the track to finding the relationship they want and not, yeah. kind of, and not being involved with people that's going to waste their time. <laughs> yeah. Let's not waste time. Let's cut to the chase. Right. Uh, let's no, I mean, I think that's, it's good to have more quality conversations. Cause you know, you look back and you're like, I didn't actually have that much time with that person, you know? Um, so as we wrap up here, I, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, how can our listeners reach out to you? I know your, your website is iprogress.cc. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so, any other ways that our listeners can find you? The easiest way would be uh, email. So info at iprogresscc.com. That's probably the easiest way. We're on Facebook. You can follow us at, at iprogresscc on Facebook, Instagram. Um, both myself and my business partner, we're both on LinkedIn. So if you want to reach out directly, if you're on LinkedIn, you connect with us there. Um, and if you want to get in contact or just follow up, do a one-on-one, like I said, I have my calendar link. So if you want to mm-hmm. kind of follow up yeah. virtually or whatever, you have some questions or whatever, that's fine. I think what I do is I have a link that has all of it on there now. Okay. Like, oh, um, perfect. And I can send that to you. Yep. I can put it in the show notes. Yeah. And, uh, and then if people want to just have a glimpse of some of the stuff that I talk about. I have a uh, like a one pager page, like a one sheet, the thing one sheet pro that has clips of my previous uh, uh, podcast interviews, mm-hmm. you know, overviews of the workshops I do. So people nice. want to do more of that and got that too. I did watch that short video you have of uh, <laughs> your <laughs> where you were your previous where you were at your job before. Yeah, yeah. And yeah I look tired. I look you, tired. You look tired. I mean, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, but you you were laughing at yourself, which was hilarious. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a whole. I got <laughs> nine other video clips to those. So okay. yeah. That I'm was pretty funny. I mean, not funny that you went through that, but it was a funny presentation of it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we think of, oh, I'm tired from, I had got a bad night's sleep or, you know, a very short period of time. But now you looked like weeks and months and maybe years tired. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I was like, yeah, yeah. So that, yeah. that's how I got, that's how I got here. So that's the, that's the last piece So that's, that's the new journey, me transitioning and leaving Jackson mm-hmm. and going up here and basically starting back over pretty much. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Cool. All right. Well, this has been really good. Um, now the other joke I was going to make is if you get too big, uh, Apple's going to, you know, either sue you or try to buy your website. That's fine. They can do that. Just send a check. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, Dr. Terrence Johnson, I uh, really appreciate you, uh, joining us today. Like I said, we, I, didn't know a ton about you. And I think it's been really helpful for, for everyone. I know you've added a lot of value. Um, so I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot for coming on. All right. Look, thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And to our listeners out there, please do give us a, a good rating and review. Um, it does, uh, it really does help us, especially at this point in the uh, podcast. And I know I talk about it and I don't always do it myself, but if you can take, you know, two minutes and give us a a five-star rating and also share the podcast with other listeners, we really appreciate that. So we appreciate the listeners for spending their most valuable resource with us, which is their time. Thanks a lot, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the From Adversity to Abundance podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode. Hey there, it's Jamie Bateman. Ever felt boxed in by life's challenges? Dive into my new book, From Adversity to Abundance, Inspiring Stories of Mental, Physical, and Financial Transformation, available now on Amazon. From a former bank robber's redemption to a young entrepreneur's victory over hurdles, these stories are not just inspiration. They're the roadmaps to your transformation. Whether for you or as a powerful gift to friends and family, especially those who might not tune into podcasts, This book is a beacon to a life of abundance. Ignite that inner fire and set your course to the life you've imagined. Purchase yours today on Amazon and light the path for someone you love.